going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of High Top Flip Flops. This is episode 65. Uh, as always, I'm Chris, a.k.a. Chris, a.k.a. Not Chris, a.k.a. Bash me outside because I don't fight. I just get beat up, a.k.a. Mr. Date Your Girl With You, a.k.a. Dr. Do Too Little, a.k.a. It's not me. It's not you. We're just going through a tough time right now. As always, I'm here with Navek. Hey, it's Navek, a.k.a. Navek, a.k.a. Mr. Ramp on your girl, say hello, then run away, a.k.a. The Tamil Tyrese, a.k.a. Two Cockshipper, a.k.a. Little Couch, a.k.a. Let's have a chat and relax and just maybe talk. Today, we have no guests. No guests, no guests, um, you know. Uh, we really just wanted to, uh, you know, just keep an intimate episode, which is code word for saying we failed to find a guest for this week. But at the same time, it's good, you know, something that we uh, that we kind of said at the top of the year was that, you know, we were going to make sure to do do these more often, try and do more check-ins. It was just the two of us, uh, catch people up on what we're doing, you know. Um, and I think this is maybe a better alternative to to what we used to do, which is spend like the first 10 minutes talking about ourselves and then jumping into everything else you know i don't know what do you think do you, did you like that format better i did enjoy this? that format and i will enjoy today's format as okay well. <laughs> okay um something that we're going to be sensitive of is our um is our good pal navake here struggling from a sore throat uh, so this episode might be a little bit shorter but you know he's got the hot water on deck and uh he's just a trooper you know we do all kinds of sus shit for this you know episode seven of this podcast i broke my finger Wow. And I was just sitting in the basement, you know. Uh, today, Navik's here with a sore throat, sore feet probably because he's been doing all sorts of running. Wow, that's a good connection there. <laughs> um, well, I want to say this first and foremost. Go ahead. Uh, podcast or die. I, po- I die for this podcast. Podcast you know? or pot or die. Right, right, right. Pot or die. Pot or go to the league. Pot or go all, to the but league. There's also pot or die. You still haven't answered the question, which league? That's like a question I'd be asking you for a minute. The league. What is the league? If you know, you know. Here. Okay. Oh, man. And, okay. Um, <laughs> so, also, Bullshit. some people might say I'm a troop for this. You're a troop. You said I'm a trooper, right? That was okay, yeah. Some might say I'm a troop for this. Like for multiple do- people. Yeah, for doing this while ill. Mm. You know, most people, they lay in their beds and they ask for some soup. I got out of my bed and made some soup. <laughs> That's bullshit. Here. I don't I don't appreciate you exploit Cheyenne for like for all, for for all of your, your emotions there. But um shout out to Cheyenne for letting us letting us use his voice there too. Did you actually make yourself soup today? Uh no. You know, I actually didn't do much to benefit the sickness. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, some say I made I might have uh made it worse, you know. I mean you came there. into my home drinking cold water. First of all, mm-hmm. how could you, you know? Yeah. How could you do your throat dirty like that? But at the same time, you know, it's a tough one, tough one to gauge. Um, you know, I empathize a couple of weeks ago. I went down with a urinary tract infection. <laughs> <laughs> it was, um, uh, well, <laughs> have wow. you ever, have you ever pissed fire? You know? Oh, that's what that feels like? I think that's what that, that's what that felt like. It's like a combination of like, oh, wow, uh, this burns a lot. Um, and also like it's sometimes just like really having to pee and your body just like not letting you. It's like mm-hmm. you ever like use a hose and you like pinch the end so that instead of like full water flow, it's just like sprinkling. 
and this pipe is just a building of all this pressure and it hurts. That's the best way I would describe well, a urinary tract infection. Um, but shout out to antibiotics, you know? Yeah, for those that don't know, a UTI is when you have sex 18 times <laughs> in a row. And that is what has happened. Alhamdulillah, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that is not what happened. That is for sure not what happened. Uh, thank you for your concern. I um, I did look up, you know, how <laughs> how people contract UTIs. Okay. Um, that was definitely the first way. It was just like, oh yeah, a lot of unprotected sex, and I was like, yep, definitely not me. Um, the other one was like. <laughs> <laughs> limited mobility and i was like damn <laughs> webmd is calling me out for not doing any physical activity right now <laughs> um so that was like the red flag for me i was like all right true i gotta i have to like get back on my get back on my fitness game um you know for those who know i've been nursing this ankle injury for a couple of months now um but it's time to, it's time to you know put that aside it's time to to go go all out um so you know we're gonna get back on the back on the 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 running map, I hope. That's the plan anyways. Um, but yeah, you know what? I, I appreciate you still coming through to record this podcast. Because um, like I said, we haven't we haven't done a good check-in episode in a little while. Um, but let's, uh, let's start with you, man. Talk to me about, um, you know, one big change, which we know, which is that you're no, you're no longer at Bellis. Yeah. And you know what? There's a lot of lies in here. Mm. Lies is in, um, so I'm I'm at a new position, at a new job. Right. And you know, I can't tell anyone there that I do this podcast. Do you know why? No. Because on this podcast, I say I worked at Bellis. Right. Which is a cell phone company. And, hmm, should I say this part? Uh, well, I told them that I did not work at Bellis. I worked at another company. Oh, and right. every day they asked me, oh, what things about that other company? <laughs> Shout out and I had to just say, "Oh, it's good. It was good. It was great. It was it was a solid work experience." Right. And because um, this is the experience that you had to prove to them that you had prior to to land this job, right? Yeah, which is all not real experience, but right. You know what? Um, I had to get it. You know, I was in a position where I had to grind and I had to figure it out, and I figured it mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. And so, the job's not bad so far. I'm obviously just in training, but. Um, it is interesting getting adjusted to that schedule, you know, the nine to five schedule, right, right, right. Which, uh, for about five months, I woke up at 10 30 or 11 o'clock, you know, slept at 2 a.m. every night, not doing much, you know, but now I got to adjust quickly. It's true, man. And how do you feel you're adjusting thus far? Like what, talk to me about your, are you commuting far? Uh, it's actually like maybe like a 45 minute drive. Okay. True, true, true. Um, what's the, what's, what's the, the energy like? What kind of people are you working with? You know, do you feel like there's anyone that you, uh, you kind of seeing, see eye to eye on maybe on, on worldviews, um, worldviews, they, you know, just like, oh, oh this job is whack, but we're here or like oh. same music taste or, you know, same sense of humor, any of these things. You know what? I haven't spoken to anyone yet. Okay. And that may be my downfall. Hmm. Uh, which is at most jobs. You know, when I start a new job, I don't really talk to many people because I choose not to. Right. And um, some jobs I do because there's uh, people are easy to talk to. Mm-hmm. Uh, some jobs there aren't. And this one, I feel like there are, but I'm just not. Uh, I should really try and put the effort in. Right. I mean, you yeah. just started too, right? So 
training training is always like a tricky thing plus also the like key thing i guess something that i've forgotten here is that you're not like only ever going to be working with the people you train with right like all of you guys are new but that doesn't mean you're eventually going to meet people who've also been there for a minute and like you know you potentially make relationships with them as well right um but how do you feel about the work do you feel like the work's going to be like a a drag do you feel like you know it's going to be manageable. It's going to be okay. Like, do you feel like, you know, there's a lot of things that you, or like there are things that you enjoy doing outside of, or like outside of your vocation. Um, do you feel like you'll still have time to kind of like do those things? Do you feel like thus far the kind of like the commute and the scheduling has like taken energy from you? Well, um, hmm. I feel like the work is very doable. I don't feel like it's uh, anything that um, is too difficult or is too whack for me to want to attempt so i feel like right that's very doable and that's no problem and um the commute wise like you know i uh i'm used to long commutes you know i'm, I'm okay with that mm-hmm. it's just uh the timing of course yeah you know? uh ooh, you don't know if you're gonna go in or if you're gonna not <laughs> seize, you know? yeah fair enough it's i'm just going be... in and out you know <laughs> in and out of the vibe do you have a do you have the option to work at home not at all. Damn. Strictly no. Yeah, same. Same, same, uh, same. You, you haven't had that option either. I haven't. I tried to make it a thing, but they were like, nah. Also, just th- th- the fact that I have to use like a work computer kind of takes that away. Uh, mm-hmm. And the fact that it's like uh, everything's kind of locked up in terms of like VPNs or whatever it is. Um, there's no way for me to access it away from home. But yeah, yeah. What can you do about that, I suppose? Uh, but also like... Yeah, in a in a lot of ways, this is like a uh, you know I don't want to make it sound like this is major major thing, but in a lot of ways, this is like your first foray into like, you know what, what most people would deem the quote unquote professional world, um, which is really just code word for like yeah you know office office job or working within like a bureaucracy um, of like supervisors and supervisor supervisors and directors and all this stuff, um, and that's like. It's a challenging, it can be a big challenge to like transition into, right? Um, yeah. Especially because a lot of the work that you've done is, is sales oriented, it's front facing. Um, and yeah, you know, it's, it's not necessarily being as like rigid. Um, so yeah, man, best of luck. Uh, obviously, I'm, I'm hoping that one, they don't learn about uh, ballast, but uh, yeah. you know, at the same time, uh, that you transition into it smoothly. I mean, you made it this far, so. Um, yeah, <laughs> hopefully they didn't have to call anyone to, uh, to like for references or anything like that. Or did you just write down like your friend's names? They never asked references, wow. which is very wild. That is you wild. Know? Very risky. That is risky. Yeah. But still. You, you know, sometimes you get a, you get a applicant that just shines so hard that you got to look past all the, right. the false history and the, the references Possibly even the police check, and you just gotta go for it, you know. So, <laughs> um, last question for you: um, How do you feel about how do you feel about the bag? Is it, is it like a baby bag, a baby <sighs> Birkin bag? Is it uh, you know a little Adidas duffel bag? Are you? Is it okay? You know, like skip all that. Like, is it comfortable? You know, are you still able to like live comfortably? You know, you got a car, you got some expenses. Are you still able to to kind of take on all those things comfortably? Well, I guess, first of all, bag talk! All right, now that we 
presenter. You need bag a warning talk. for that. You need a warning for that. God damn. Bag talk. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm going to be honest. This is the biggest bag I've ever received in my life. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so happy for and the potential for a nice bag. But, you know, the bag, the bag is going for good places. Okay. It's going, it's going towards, good, towards places. good places. Okay. And you know what it's going towards? First of all, the S- debt. S&P 500. Sorry. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh, now you're just going to lay on me all your investment plans. But that's a good oh, idea. What? Debt. Uh, that sounds great. You no, know, I don't have a, not one investment plan, but, you know, um, all I know, get the debts handled. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, put some aside for the, the future possible. We might bleep this out if we can't say this, but the high top flip flop show. Oh, oh, yes. live show might be a potential in the future. You know, that's all we're gonna say about that. But yeah, man, that's that's exciting. Yeah, that and then last, you already know I had to say the drip. Are you stupid? Are you dumb? Talk to me about that drip, man. Talk to me about that drip. You know what? It's just my whole life. I always want to be dropped out. For, for, all, out. for, for those for those who are tuning in who maybe aren't familiar with this uh, this slang here, do you want to uh, do you want to fill them in on what you're talking about? Drip is that sauce. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. That swag. Your clothes. He's talking about his clothes. That his, drizzle over the souffle. That is your personality. Is that what that is? Yeah. The souffle is your personality. Okay. Um, but hey, yeah, fair enough, man. It's it's very exciting when like that first. That first paycheck comes in, you're like, damn, this is like one more digit than I've ever seen in my whole yeah. life. Yeah. Oh, that's me. Um, but listen, man, I'm excited. It sounds like you you're being relatively responsible with your money. Obviously, like I said, you know, you got this car too, which I'm sure uh takes a little bit of money out of your out of your wallet every once in a while. But um listen, man, you're being responsible, you're putting some you're saving some money, you're picking away your debt, you know, you're using money for yourself as well it's great man this is exciting um how do you feel about spending money on gas in general um well it's a necessity uh if you own a car um you know i'm not as uh maybe i i don't i don't approach purchasing gas with like enough foresight to like look at numbers and like remind or like be mindful of like, Oh, what the price was today. What the, what the price is was yesterday. Um, or like, you know, my parents always told me that like, Oh, go to this part of town cause it's cheaper versus this one. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I, I like forget all that stuff. Um, unfortunately, but yeah, I mean, it sucks, but, uh, you know, necessary part of life. If, yeah, yeah if you're lucky enough to, to have access to a car, of course, but yeah. Why, what's on your mind? No, I, um, I, I, I'm one that uh, travels to places where they have the cheapest gas. True, but I don't mind spending money on gas. Okay, because gas is a it's an experience. You know? Oh, it's a potential good time. It's a giving someone a ride, you know. Right. And I'm not one. I was never a gas money type of person. You know, <laughs> if you ask for gas money, you don't need the car. All right. Wait, wait. Isn't like if you're if someone else is driving you and they ask you for gas money. Is that what you're saying? Um, yeah. Okay. You just say fuck. It. You just say fuck it. Like you just be like, no, I'm not giving you gas money. Oh no, I'm usually the driver, oh, right. so I don't okay. ask people for gas. Money. Ah, I see. I see. I see. I've I see. actually never been in a position where somebody asked me for gas money, mm. but I don't know how I would handle that. 
you know, <laughs> because, uh, yeah, I get mad rides to be mad. I never expect a dollar. So it feel very weird. Right. Like, I need five. And I'm like, what? Yeah, 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 yeah. The reciprocity, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that would definitely be something to be mindful of. Um, but hey, man, I'm excited for you. You know, this is a big, big, uh, yeah, big change up for you, you know? So we'll we'll keep checking in to see how uh, how you feel that progresses for you, you know? Um, and hopefully you make some, meet some people uh, while you're there. Um, one other thing that I figure we may as well talk about, because I guess this, this is now something that uh, both you and I have started. Um, you started a lot earlier than me, um, but you started therapy. That was like something that we haven't really talked about on the show. Uh, wow. And same with me. Um, which, uh, yeah, I guess, of course, from talking to you off the show is something that has been relatively beneficial for you. Is that fair to say? Um, yeah, you know, I actually didn't even mention this to you, but there's been some update in that area. Mm. Um, my therapist actually stopped therapy for myself last Friday. Oh, shit. She said I'm healed. I'm officially a perfect person. I am not that at all. But (laughs) what she said was we talked about everything in the, uh, about five months five full months shit man i've been doing it um shit we talked about absolutely everything Mm -hmm. and on the last session i mean i was talking about something dumb like man um uh i shouldn't say her first name but man therapist uh uh i really hope i can get the bag like that's that was my last (laughs) uh, thing and she was like all right we need to this is done um but you know what I have to thank her because, you know, she knew when she could have kept taking the money. Because first of all, we know the hour isn't cheap. Like it's, it's a real, it's a real hour. Yeah. And she could have kept taking the money, but I guess she, she knew that I was, uh, well, I've, I've improved. Mm-hmm. Obviously I'm not healed or perfect or, uh, ready, you know, but right. more, um, Everything going forward is is on myself. Damn, you know. Damn, yeah. That's wild. I mean, obvi- I mean, I guess I, I knew to an extent that like, yeah, that I guess, it's up to like the therapist and the and the client as well to like make that decision. Is that fair to say? Like, I'm assuming you had a say in that decision as well as to as to like whether or not you wanted to keep going, or was she like, I'm pulling the plug and like, I won't take you in again? Because of course, like if you said like, hey, I'd need another session she would take it or she would offer it to you right oh definitely um it's just that even i was running out of stuff to say Mm. and she was like yeah it's it's pretty much a wrap here because of these reasons yeah and in the nicest way possible she's like i'll email you in two months see where you're at you know if you need a session obviously she'll give me the session yeah 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 damn man um and like how do you feel about that like do you feel like on a on a regular basis there's like things that you're either like telling yourself or there's like there's like yeah things that you've that you worked on like with her that you can do you do for yourself on a regular basis or do you feel like that wasn't necessarily how your like therapy experience worked it was more so just like talking it out you know hearing what they had to say about what you're feeling well she she obviously gave me, not obviously, but she introduced me to a lot of new ways of thinking, you know, mm-hmm. and different ways to look at things. Right. And that's something that 
it's knowledge. So I'm gonna hold it right with me for however long I decide to. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she really, I guess, she taught me a lot of things that I can hold on to, and it's not like uh, situational things. These are situations that will apply to a bunch of other situations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're like more relative to your like your like core belief system kind of deal or like how you approach like yeah how you approach like a lot of things in your life i guess that like maybe fall under certain um i don't know certain experiences or like that you would regularly make decisions around or particular decisions around yeah um wow man that's amazing and like how are you how are you feeling about it since that like that five months right like you know in thinking about who you were when you started it and thinking about who you are now, in what ways, like explicitly, do you feel different, I guess, if if at all? Oh, yeah, no, I feel, I kind of feel completely different, but I'm not a completely different person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, break, break that down for me, because that's like, I don't want to say it's complex, but yeah, that's like, it's something I'm curious to know. It is kind of interesting, because I'm definitely a similar person, but I've improved in certain things as in uh how i view myself has improved a lot Mm. um i've learned about uh certain things like like obviously i really understood empathy Mm. which is back to regular conversation um (laughs) nothing happened there um but she introduced a lot of other things like, no, I was aware of empathy. It's not like totally new, but mm-hmm. she helped me understand it a bit better. Certain things that I was very lost, I could say, mm. in January, like completely lost in every aspect, actually, of my life, mm. you know, and now most of those are filled, like filled as in I uh, I feel better about those areas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you feel like you have like answers in some ways? It's like, oh, like I'm feeling the same way I did five months ago six months ago but i know why i feel this way now exactly Mm. exactly that yeah because you're gonna feel that way it's not nothing is gone you know yeah i think that's a really important thing to say um and that's like yeah i think that was something that um like my girlfriend was the first person to tell me that which is like yo like the feeling because i think there was one day where i like i said to her just like oh like you know um you know what what sort of things works or what sort of things will allow for like these feelings to go away and she's like well like there's nothing that makes the feeling go away it's just things that you do to like counter those feelings right or to like work work through them at you you do and you do it enough so that it just becomes commonplace for you to like fend off or fight off whatever that you're feeling through rationale or like practicing something like exercise or talking to someone about it whatever um but that's like a like a very very important you know, lesson to take away. So I'm really glad to hear that that's like, yeah, something you kind of took away. So shout out to the therapist, man. That's yeah, great. No, uh, shout out to her for sure. And how was, uh, how's, how's your journey? Been? Yeah. Um, it's been a lot shorter. Um, it's, I've only had two sessions now, to be honest with you. And they've been good in the sense that, um, they've actually been like two hours long each. Um, it is a free service. It is something that I'm I'm using as a free service, which is also why it's being so spaced out um, because of their availability and the fact that they're taking on so many clients. Um, so I think the first two sessions were more so for like providing context to how I'm feeling, to like, you know, why it is that I think my self-esteem is shot or why it is that, you know, what kind of weighs on me. 
Um, and it's, you know, this one coming up that we're really going to kind of think about exercises and practices to like, to work, work through what it is that I'm feeling. Um, which is definitely what I need is like something concrete to think about. Um, but I think something that like, I, I know that I need to like, I need to figure out as well is like, what, uh, is not necessarily like what is going to help me. Um, but what I need to do to make sure that I, I do the things that I need for myself. Does that make sense? Is that like, yeah, what, what do I, what do I like need now to, to succeed in that, in that sense? So if it's like, uh, yeah, if it's like exercising, can I trust myself to like motivate myself to go for a run or like do exercise all the time? I think the answer is no. Like, I don't think I'm like at a point yet where I can be like, yep, Chris, like it's time to go. Let's go get this Whether Like, even if you're tired, even if you have a sore throat or whatever, um, like all of those little things, even just like, just like not feeling it. Oh, it's like gloomy outside. I can come up with excuses in like abundance to just be like, yeah, it's, it's not, it's not happening today. Um, I mean, that's one example of like a lot, um, a lot more, um, but you know, a good one for, for me to kind of identify like, Hey, there are a lot of things that I need to, to reach out to other people for, or I need to be like, yo, like Navek or whoever, just be like, all right, like every time you're going for a run, like tell me to pull up or, you know, you know, like hold me accountable to like going on three runs a week or something like that. You know what I mean? Um, as a means of like holding myself accountable and, and doing that through the help of someone else. So this is kind of a tangent, but I guess, yeah, that's like something that's be- become a concern for me as of late is like, I don't want to say I know all the answers cause that's not true at all. Um, but in a lot of ways there, are, I know where I can go to find resources. Um, I know who the people in my life are that like I can talk to about something that I'm going through, but you know, it's like, what do I, what do I have to do for myself to make sure that I, I follow through that? Like I do those things and that translates into my work, like my productivity that translates into my, my eating habits. Like I'm realizing that all those things are, are very much attached, you know, mm-hmm. and like not being able to regulate how I'm feeling. Uh, and then as a result, not really regulating, um, my like emotions that can like really, really spiral. Um, and I think last month that like all kind of like hit me all at once. Um, and that was like, yeah, a point where I was just like, felt so like, so heavy. Cause I was like, damn, there's just like so much shit going on. Or there's like, you know, uh, yeah. Like, you know, lose, like losing someone in your life and you know, events that are taking place. Like obviously we talked about what was going on in Sri Lanka. Um, you know, one after another, when it all just kind of like, it keeps barreling. Um, you start to kind of enter like a, like a pit, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure you've felt that way before as well, where you're just like, damn, everything sucks right now and you're not changing anything or you're not doing anything differently. Um, so that's kind of like the big challenge for me right now, or at least like what I've addressed. Um, and I think like moving forward, um, that's what like my biggest challenge is, is like determining what I need. Um, and that's like the things that I need to provide for myself and also the things that I might need from like people around me. Um, so yeah, that's like a, 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 a tough one. You know, I don't think I'm going to come up with that in a day. Um, do you feel like you, you've identified that you, you're at, you're at a point where you can be like, yeah, these are the things that I know I need, uh, particularly from other people. Do you think that's something that you've like, you've gotten a good grasp of? 
Oh, most definitely. Mm-hmm. And and it's working so far. And mm-hmm. I talk to people and I tell people, you know, the truth about them. Yeah. And, but not in a negative way. It's usually not. Well, yeah, definitely not in a negative way, but not in like uh, the most positive way. But um, <clears throat> I'm able to, yeah, talk to everybody. Mm-hmm. And get it all sorted. Right, right, right. That's not a problem. Yeah. It's kind of like what we talked about, like, you know, however many episodes back, right? Is like having to maybe be confrontational. But, you know, it doesn't have to be aggressive. It doesn't have to be like with anger to make someone feel shit, right? It's just like, hey, this is like, this is something that I need. uh, Or this is something that like, you know, is maybe not working right now. um, That you, yeah, you talk through. And like, of course, your, your history of trust or the history that you have with them kind of like proves that you're not here to just like, I don't know, make things feel like shit. You're just here for, you know, to make things feel better. Um, so that's good, man. That's like some real, some real growth. Think about that. That was what episode 57. It's not that long ago. Um, was that it? I think so. I mean, I feel like that's when like we, we first kind of sat down. We talked about, you know, how you were feeling or how we were both feeling at the time. Um, you know, it very much sounds like a lot of growth has happened. Um, so it's great, man. I mean, I'm, I'm very much proud of you for going through that journey as well. Right. Cause that's like a, it's not an easy thing to, to commit oh, to either. Right. But you know what? And I'm proud of you. I'm proud of everybody going through therapy and recognizing their, their issues and their, um, whatever's going on with them right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that they actually need to, you know, uh, get a looked at. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I had a conversation with like a, an old high school friend, and uh, yeah, something that he was, you know, he was saying was like, "Oh, you know, f- you know, needing to go to therapy feels like defeat." You know, admitting defeat um, that like you know you you can't deal with something on your own. And um, something that I said to him was just like, "Hey, man, I think it's actually like quite the opposite. It's it's well, maybe not using the same defeat analogy, but." Um, I very much think it's like taking responsibility, right? It's like being like, hey, like I know something's wrong and I know that I'm struggling to deal with it on my own and I'm going to seek some professional help because I deserve to be better and I deserve to feel better and, you know, I want to do everything that I can in my power and what's accessible to me to to make this work, you know? Um, so, yeah, shout out to shout out to anyone who is seeking help, you know, from, from things outside of themselves. And, of course, you know, shout out to everyone who you know, is, is fighting the fight on, on their own too, right? Because yeah. obviously therapy isn't uh, isn't always accessible. You know, even for me, um, I have to, I, or I am resorting on a, on a free resource. Doesn't mean that it's it's bad. It's still a phenomenal thing. Um, but, you know, it's just situations that we find ourselves in. And, yeah, you know, a lot of people out there still still battling on their own. So we're, we're definitely here for you. Um, as you as you go along this fight. Um, so something that we haven't done in a little while is, uh, talk about music. I feel like a lot, a lot has happened. Um, last week or last episode with Jonah, shout out to Jonah, man. I'm so excited for, for his music to come out. Um, he released yeah. another song as well, which is super, super great. Um, yeah. I like perfume. Perfume with yeah. Noah Williamson, I believe. Right. Yeah. Um, super great song. Um, and also like he's, he's doing unique things with the auto tune as well. Yeah. Um, you know, we don't have to hear over like a, a trap beat or maybe like a lot of 808s and, and hi-hats. He's doing something very unique with it. So um excited, excited for that project. June 28th um, is when that's coming out. But 
on that episode, we talked a little bit about um, the Tyler Project, which is obviously still, still, yeah, going dumb hard. Still great. Um, but what else have you been listening to, man? What else have you been enjoying? Um, you going off track a little bit here, but you saw Anderson Pack. I didn't actually. Ah, <laughs> damn. What do I even want to press right now? Pre-workout kicked in full hard. That's not what Jeez. I meant to press. <laughs> That's not what I meant to press. Um, look, I like Anderson. I like he's an amazing performer. Mm-hmm. Probably one of the best. I saw him like um actually we saw him. Yeah. In twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen. Right? Yeah, and he was obviously phenomenal. Crazy, yeah. And I just saw the ticket, it was like a hundred bucks. And I was like Yeah, man. I I don't get what that was. Like we paid we paid like sixty bucks that year. And we also we or sixty or seventy bucks and we saw so many people. Yeah. Uh, it was Anderson Pack, Daniel Caesar, friggin' uh, Katranada. Oh my God. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, all these people were there all 60 the, bucks, in, in the same day. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know what the deal is. Not to say that, like, him, Thundercat, and I guess No Name uh, are, yeah. like, not worth that money, but I just don't know where that where that hype came from. Because um, uh, d- did you not buy a ticket? Or were you just planning to go and then you saw the ticket price and said, I'm off? I saw the ticket price. Damn. Yeah, because okay. I thought it was like same price, right? Like around that ballpark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Damn. Um, okay, so you didn't go to see them, but you saw um, a group that I don't really know much about. Emotional Oranges. Uh, talk to us about that. How did you hear about them? What do you make of the music? How would you describe their music? I actually heard about them via the Joe Biden podcast. Mm-hmm, your yeah. favorite. <laughs> the guy. I, <laughs> I actually love <laughs> Joe Biden podcast, which is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I think in episode three I was talking shit about Joe Budden. Yeah. <laughs> and now like I can't wait. Like tomorrow is the episode I'm playing it on the drive to work, you know? Immediately. That's yeah. I uh I don't know what, what the deal is, man. Thumble dudes love Joe Budden. Is <laughs> who else is it? It's Gao. Shout out Gao. Shout out Gao. Uh, a friend of mine, Yanu, um, who we should have on this podcast oh. at some point. He also is a is a big fan of Joe Budden. Uh I mean obviously I'm just kidding. I, I'm sure not every uh Thumble dude I know listens to him but still um yeah i mean he's popular i guess he's he's like a pundit that's like the best way to describe him right is like he doesn't know everything but people like the personality people like his 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 cast members as well right rory and uh the other guy (laughs) (laughs) and there's actually another guy but um yeah they're all just so funny together yeah like they're so funny um like most of those jokes that they make are actual like solid jokes that somebody could steal and then do on stage wow okay which i think some people have (laughs) it's scary to think about that right think about how many comedians who are like undocumented (laughs) or like not on the internet who are just out here baiting jokes uh that's like a scary scary thought but um but okay emotional oranges yeah what do you make of them what what about them do you like and Uh, how would you describe their music so it's an r&b group consisting of uh, a guy and a girl and uh they're amazing they're just sing so great and it's real r&b real r&b not i mean how do you oh how do you describe real R&B? <laughs> i was about to ask like that's a weird thing to say. that is a weird thing but it's just traditional r&b is what i meant true yeah. okay so like maybe reaching into like mid 2000s kind of deal is that what you what you think about when you say traditional r&b uh like uh early 2000s I'll like say. who are who are other artists that you think about when you think of emotional oranges uh oh you know what it's kind of traditional but then it's also kind of you know very modern the mm. production is very modern okay so like the weekend is a distant cousin yeah division uh, division definitely yeah okay you know like yeah it's definitely 
it's not really tradition as traditional mm-hmm. but uh it's like division people will argue is like oh man they're really sticking to like yeah these like typical typical r&b sounds or like mm-hmm. chord progressions or whatever um and what was it like seeing them seeing them live i mean they can really actually sing yeah you know? uh live and uh i should learn that uh the woman's name in the group but she's like absolutely phenomenal mm. actually actually no we don't know her name or what she i mean i know what she looks like now but yeah prior to you know when the album came out and you couldn't see their faces or anything like that. damn so i actually don't know her name or the guy's name uh but the album that they put out which is uh it's an ep it's uh it's just called oranges volume one mm-hmm. and every song slaps uh personal good for you so many good songs on there and uh if you can eventually catch them alive you know i'd suggest We're today you saw them at the mod club right yeah. always exciting to see you know next time they're back here we'll see what venue they're playing you know if it's a little bit bigger maybe it's the same size mm-hmm. um you know, not not the greatest indicator of how well they're doing, but usually a good size. I mean, think about uh, like, you know, something that I was I, I just noticed was Tyler. Tyler Creators going on tour. Last year he was at uh, Rico Coliseum or like Coca Cola Coliseum. Year before that, or the last time he was in Toronto, um, like it, it was maybe like the Phoenix, um, or like he would have came like actually a, it was uh, it was the same as. Um, where Pack and Caesar performed. Oh, Netflix. Echo Beach. Echo, Echo Beach. Okay. Echo Beach, yeah. um, and then obviously when he first came here, yeah, it was like it was Sound Academy or or like when they when they came with Odd Future, um, and yeah, like in the summer he's playing the Scotiabank Arena. You know, um, obviously is is like it, it is always kind of trippy when you're following an artist for so long to to be reminded of their their growth. But um, yeah, man, like good for him, but also. I'm. I don't think I'm pulling up because I don't know how how down I am to to see it in the arena. I don't know. I think I might. Like, I hate the arena. Absolutely yeah, hate the it. arena's really suck. We saw Childish Gambino there, and it was cool, but also you just felt so far away. Yeah. Um. And obviously, that's what the theatrics are there for and stuff. But it just also feels weird to like be yeah be at the seat um and not kind of have that space and and maybe feel of like a standing or whatever it is. Uh, but you're thinking about going in. Eh? Just because the lineup is so great. Yeah, it's him. Uh, was it Goldink? Yeah. And one Lord more person? Orange. Yeah, there's a... And Jaden Smith. And Jaden Smith. So I think it's Jaden Smith and Goldlink who are both in Toronto. So that's a great lineup. Gold. Oh, really? Blood Orange is not here? I think... So I, if you look at the, the tour list... Oh. Yeah, some, some particular dates have, have different artists. But mm-hmm. if Blood Orange is coming to Toronto, you should definitely go. That's a good lineup. I mean, still, it's a great... Yeah, it's still, regardless, yeah. great lineup. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe Will Smith will... Uh, Oh, <laughs> come I on. actually want a refund if he comes out. I don't know <laughs> comes out. I'm so tired of seeing Will Smith. <laughs> yeah, fair enough, man. Way to just hop on your your son's uh, your son's fame. By yeah, let him cook. Let, let him, him just cook. chill for a little bit. <laughs> I guess he likes it though, or maybe who yeah. knows? It's hard to say. Um, but I heard that every time Jaden is about to perform, his dad's like, "Let me join. Let me come on too." <laughs> and he's like, "Come on, you know, let me just do my shit." And then his dad was like, "Nah, I got Coachella. I'm coming through. I have to be there. <laughs> yeah. I have to perform Summertime or whatever song yeah, he made, yeah, 1975, yeah, yeah. Big Willie style." <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> well, but um, okay, so those are some shows coming up. Um, uh, who else are you listening to right now? What else? What else is uh? your interest or oh. what have you been enjoying uh steve lacy and jim jones jim jones yeah jim jones put out a solo project el capo amazing okay it's actually very good 
So I highly recommend that. It's like his best project, especially if you love Dipset. That oh, that production is like traditional. I keep saying the word traditional, wow. <laughs> um, but it is like Classic. authentic Dipset, heat makers, okay, crack music, crack know, music. authentic crack music. Wow, he's got uh, he's got Rick Ross on there. He's got drama. Dave East. Do you rate Dave East? I don't. I don't. I know uh, Cheyenne really likes him, but I don't know much about him. He's cool. He has a good voice. He's from New York, right? But I'm not. I'm not that into him. But yeah, he has a good voice. Fair so. enough. Um, and Steve Lacey. Yeah. Really, really good project, eh? I really liked it. Did you like it? I, f- I think it's so good, man, from start to finish. Right. My, so, yeah. Okay. I'll talk more about it. Let me know what your favorite songs are. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, first and foremost, I, I think the way he opens the album is, like, beautiful. It's, like, he comes out with this, like, super strong melody. Um, it's a beautiful melody as well. Uh, it's, like... I'm going to use my favorite, my favorite word. There's like this like slight bit of melancholy to it. You know, he's talking about, he's, he's speaking to his past self, um, but it's so short. It's only like a minute and a half. Yeah. And obviously it catches your attention, but definitely was like, Ooh, really, really would have loved to have. Uh, yeah. A, lo- a longer version of it would have loved to have heard a longer version of that song. Um, and then it still opens up with like, um, you know, a song that's like, um, doesn't have the same same vibe it's like it kind of seems like a bit dissonant you don't really know where it's going uh and then of course like the the chorus comes in and yeah you you know he's talking about being like a a young black man from compton who's who's not heterosexual um and you know is having a tough time like navigating that space and like figuring out who he is and like who to present himself as um which is really the first time i i would i I think that he's kind of been so like blatant uh, about that uh because people have known for for a while um, you know, about his sexuality, but it's not been something that he's like really necessarily addressed or kind of spoken about in that sense. So I thought that was really cool. I really appreciated that. Um, and I, I think the, the one thing that came to mind um, is thinking about rock music, thinking about the history of rock music um, and also understanding like its roots and, and, and knowing how, you know, yeah, the, the like plethora, the, the like, the, the pages upon pages of like black rock musicians who like don't get recognized um, in a lot of ways are like, you know, there, it, it feels like there's some kind of like reclamation happening. And obviously Steve Lacey's not the only person doing this. There's tons of black rock artists uh, who are doing really well. Um, but that was like something that came to mind. It's like, ah, there feels like there's some reclamation here. Um, he's like, he's working with like really great um, standard like rock sounds, you know, yeah. obviously that's been like, a staple of his is like that, like slightly out of tune guitar, uh, and this very particular tone of guitar. Um, and of course, like the drums, like guide is such a fun song. Yeah. Um, that's like that's some shit out of like a video game, like some like car racing video game, you know, just like very upbeat, very fun. Um, there's like a lot of like Prince feels to it in like some of the slower songs. Um, I'm actually going to look this up right now. But yeah, like the way that he's he's doing a lot more with his voice, he's he's doing a lot more falsetto stuff, kind of like yeah, a lot more uh, experiment, uh, which oh, I think is amazing. That's a great song. Inside, super good. Um, I'm gonna look all this up right now. Obviously, the first song, only if um, "Lay Me Down" is like is like one of my favorites. Um, it's like a nice little swing tune, um, and Amanda's uh, interlude. I also thought it was like really really nice little. Uh, interlude or instrumental bit um so there's lots to say about this project obviously like it's crazy to think how young he is he's he's only like 20 21 
um and this album is like it sounds yeah like really well thought out so yeah man i all i can say is like yeah i i hope when he goes on tour it's not you know budweiser or like rebel yeah. <laughs> i hope it's uh, i hope it's a smaller venue uh but even still you know good for him good for him for uh for putting out something so big and i'm curious to know too like how much of this he uh he originally wrote on his like cell phone too uh because i'm sure that that element of his uh his like production process is still there um but yeah how did you feel about it what are what are some some and we're back regular conversation uh so you know what i wasn't actually looking forward to this album at all really i didn't really care i just knew i was gonna listen to it eventually true i mean did you feel that way about his older stuff as well or no i thought it was yeah i thought it was cool like just cool you know uh when i get to Mm -hmm. it it's cool Mm -hmm. and i'm not amazed by it but it's cool it's always fun always something that kind of sticks in my head a little bit yeah yeah and with this one i think um there were a lot of releases that day I know YG came out that day and somebody else came out. YG and Thundercat? Or not Thundercat, sorry. Flying Lotus came out that day, I think. Uh, or maybe the same week. Somebody else that day as well. Yeah. who it was, but I was listening to all their albums and this is the last album True. I listened to. And I was like, you know, I'll just give it a listen. And I was blown away. Mm. Like, I was blown away. These songs are amazing. Yeah, obviously like me. And then it goes to those three songs that I think are, are really good, which is, uh, I think if you go back to that. Yeah. Uh, that list what was it it was a uh, guide lay me down and hate, hate cd hate cd is my favorite song yeah i i love that 80s vibe yeah, but it's yeah, also yeah. very like that hook where he ends it with hey coming down he just like you know messes up the hook a little yeah, bit yeah, that's yeah, great to yeah me. i don't know what that it's just a reminder of like his like youth and also that he's just like yeah it's it's like uh i don't know there's a few artists who've done that like frank has done that like in, in some of his songs um yeah I, I don't know how to describe it, but I, I know what you're talking about yeah just kind of like uh just like falling a little flat at the end almost intentionally yeah um yeah it was a super fun project i'm trying to remember now who else dropped that day um because it was uh was it last friday two fridays ago right yeah um yeah i can't remember now but is the yg project good that's like something that I listened to a few songs, only a few songs off of. I was kind of like flipping through it. Um, I really, I really been this this song with Safe. Um, that yeah. song I think is really, really good. I also find it cool that Safe is Safe is on there with him. Um, but yeah, and worth like a, a proper listen. Is it more so just like f- there for the uh, for the like the few the few good um, heaters? Yeah. Um what was it i mean honestly i wasn't impressed by this yg album because oh. i'm a big yg fan okay and uh, his second album is actually one of my favorite albums is that possibly uh, ever which is um Red still Friday? brazy oh still brazy right i love still brazy obviously the the debut album is a classic yeah um but as i kept going i, I got less interested Weird. Like, for real for real there's maybe like three songs that i actually like okay on this uh maybe i gotta listen to it again but yeah it's not not really sticking mm. Um, I thought Stay Dangerous was really good. I'm like, I think I'm. All, I was also. I am super late to the to like the YG train, but uh, generally speaking, yeah, I, I I thought Stay Dangerous was was decent. Um, but what else has come out? Ravina album is really good. Um, mm. It's just like a solid. Like again, you're talking about like classic kind of R and B. She just taps into that fully, and also just lyrically, it's like very reflective. 
Um, you know, her kind of like one of her first singles was called Mama, which is like a beautiful song. She released on, on Mother's Day, I think. Um, but um, yeah, the Flying Lotus Project is like, yeah, super trippy. Um, that one just came out very recently. Skepta dropped. You know, I had to crack open that fresh can of beans. Fresh. <laughs> poured it all my toast. Um, beans and Track toast. one. I was ready. Not even a cup of tea? No, it's straight to the tea. beans. Damn. That's disgusting. Also, tell me where the fixation of beans came from. Uh, well, in, in England, they eat beans yes. with their breakfast. And they put beans on their toast. You know people do that here too, right? Yeah, they're all filthy animals. <laughs> uh, no, no, they're not. They're obviously regular people. I've never tried it. Maybe it's delicious. Right. <laughs> um, or maybe not. Yeah. Maybe not. Try it, man. It's it's okay. They're just like regular beans, but just like cooked up in like ketchup and barbecue sauce and like a little bit of pork or something. I don't know. They're okay. It's yeah. definitely a white person thing. Beans for breakfast. Oh, definitely. And um, I also have a few pictures of people putting beans in their pocket, people putting beans in their hoodie. <laughs> yeah, tell me about what that's about. I think it's another form of art. Like We're all <laughs> learning how to express our art and how to really portray art in uh, the 2019s. And some people do a nice painting. <laughs> some people make a song. Some people put beans in their <laughs> motherfucking <laughs> pants pocket. That's not I'll, I'll throw up the pictures here. And here. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. Yeah. I've made my point. <laughs> um, question for another day about our memes art. Some memes art. Mm. Some memes are definitely art. Okay. Uh, Spice Adams, for example. Wow. Yeah. Uh, he's an artist. Phenomenal. Yeah. You can't make that laugh and not be an artist. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, like, did he make that laugh or is he just laughing? You know, that's that's the. Oh, no, just asking these questions for the sake of asking them but yeah man cream yeah. biggins that that nba character is phenomenal it's also just like a former nfl player did you know that really yeah he used to play in the nfl for like uh, yeah nearly a decade or maybe a little under a decade serious? yeah whoa yeah i like looked that up the other day because i was like who is this guy and it's like oh yeah he's just a former athlete and i was like oh that's fair um get a little transition you know into into some comedy um <laughs> Last little bit, I'll talk about music here. I think I think the album that we were thinking about was Injury Reserve because they came out I think on that same Friday Probably. with with YG. Um, that's a great album, mm. super super good album. A song called Gravy and Biscuits, talking about like classic sounds. They like tap into something. I don't even know how to describe, but it's like very nostalgic. You know what it was? What was Beast Coast? Beast Coast. Beast they Coast dropped. came out that day. That's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Also, another project that I've been listening to. Um, I have a good friend named Martin, Martin Klein, who's out tree planting right now. Um, and he told me to, to give it a listen, and I'm, and I'm loafing a little bit. Um, but yeah, I got to peep that as well. Um, I think we may or may not have talked about it on this podcast. One of these days, we're going to get him on this podcast for sure, for sure, because he's really, really exciting talent. His name is Dylan Sinclair. Um, I believe he's from, uh, you know, just a little north of Toronto, but he's from the Toronto area. Phenomenal singer. He put out a single called Just Anybody, and... Also a, a phenomenal song. If you're a fan of, uh, you know, some gospel R&B, you're a fan of, you know, Daniel Caesar, this is like, channels a lot of that. And uh, and he's also super young, so definitely worth listening to. Uh, last last thing that I'm going to say, she's been around for a minute, um, but I got hooked on uh, Rosalia not that long ago. She's wild. And as a result of listening to Rosalia, 
I got into like flamenco music, which she has like a history in. There's inspirations of flamenco music all throughout the album. There's one particular part of, or yeah, I guess component of flamenco music known as palmas, which is like the hand clapping or the syncopated hand clapping. Um, I love that shit. I like fell in love with it. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just like the, the offbeat element of it. And obviously there's like really cool melodies played on the guitar. Um, but I just found some like flamenco playlists on Spotify. I've just been ripping that, man. So if anyone's trying to, you know, listen to some flamenco music, let me know. I'll send you that playlist. Um, and you know, what? Well, let's, let's ask the people now as well. You know, should we uh, maybe put out a monthly playlist on Spotify? Is that something people would listen to? Um, should we put it out on SoundCloud? What platform would be the most accessible to those who are listening? Um, and how often would you like to hear it? Would you like to hear maybe a monthly place every month? Maybe Nivek and I pick five or six songs each, put mash in a little place together. Um, you know, let us know. Shoot us a DM or on Instagram at high top flip pod. You can message either one of us personally. Um, you could comment on this video cause you might be watching it on YouTube. You can comment on the SoundCloud. Um, you know, let us know what you want to do. Cause we've been, we've been thinking about doing that for a minute and we, we definitely both create playlists on our own, but never have we uh, made a joint one. Um, but that pretty much wraps up this episode. Uh, should we, uh, talk about J- Jai Paul? Oh God damn. I mean, you probably can really speak on this. We got to talk about Jay Paul. Yeah, we got to talk about Jai Paul. Jay Paul. Is it Jai or Jay? I don't know. I really don't know. But let's go with Jai. Yeah, Jai is probably. Let's go with Jai or authentic. Jay. One or the other. Um, so, yeah, obviously everyone's super excited about him uh, releasing a pair of singles, um, which, yeah, um, very, very similarly to... Um, Frank Ocean in a lot of ways. He's someone who uh, is extremely elusive, elusive. Um, so no social medias, no kind of like engagement with, with folks uh, outside of like, you know, little little bits of music here and there. Um, so his history is like in 2007, he released a single, um, BTSTU. Yeah. Um, and uh, was followed up by Jasmine or maybe they came out at the same time. It like struck, it like... Mm it stormed the internet stormed the world everyone was like who is this guy where did these singles come from we want more um and then there was a huge hiatus um so again we had no idea where this fellow went we slowly learned things about him here and there we heard him sampled by drake on a song called club paradise i think um and i'm sure he's been sampled and dreams worth more than money can buy that's it that's it yeah um yeah i don't even think it was club paradise i think it was that one um but they just came out at the same time but um yeah you know people really wanted to hear hear from him um and then it was like 2012 2013 where um suddenly on like Bandcamp, this whole album appears uh and people are losing their mind it goes viral everyone's super excited people start to notice that you know some of these songs are maybe like 30 seconds long 40 seconds long they're not finished they sound rough they sound unpolished um we soon come to find out through Jay Paul himself, which is which is really sad, given that like you know this guy was maintaining this this secrecy. He was just like you know again, no social media presence was just kind of doing his own thing. Creates all these social media platforms just to say that someone leaked my out my project while I was working on it. None of these songs are finished. I'm scrapping the project. Like please take it down or like please delete it, whatever. And sorry, mm. and then gone like gone from the internet again, vanishes. Um, 
And I remember when that happened, being like very sad about it and like kind of emotional. I was like, oh my God, like, yeah, this like this like whole thing that he's been working on that's not finished, whatever, just gets like thrown out the window. Um, so obviously very sad and like kind of frustrating, you know, I think it's like, that was probably the first time, uh, you know, in my like, at the time I would have been, yeah, 1920, um, where I was like, damn, like leakers or people who leak shit kind of are like ruining, ruining all this, you know? Um, not to say that like I didn't torrent music afterwards, like, you know, I'm, I'm a piece of shit, but that was like the first time where I was like, wait until the artist officially releases it and then torrent it or like, you know, wait until then, um, at the very least. Cause I was like, that one stung. I was like, wow, for this artist to be like, yeah, it, it came out before it was ready and it's ruined now. And thanks, like, thanks a lot for essentially ruining, you know, what I've been working on for the past five, seven, five to eight years. Mm. Um, so that was really sad. Um, but maybe like two or three years ago, uh, him and his brother, I think his, his brother's name is AK. Um, I could be wrong. I'm going to look that up. But either way, they op- they started something known as the Paul Institute, which is essentially like a, a record label or, uh, you know, yeah, a, a group um, who, you know, the, the Paul brothers, so yeah, AK and, and J. Paul, um, are supporting. They're, you know, providing them with the space to record. Yeah, I guess it's a, it's a record label. Um, and a bunch of great artists are coming out through them. Uh, again, no songs necessarily from J. Paul himself. Um, but giving people hope that, you know, he's still making music. He hasn't, like, completely walked away from it, given that, like, yeah, kind of traumatic incident. Um, And then, yeah, we get these two great singles. And very unexpectedly, he actually, on streaming platforms, plays or or releases the album that was was leaked. Um, So in a lot of ways, it's kind of neat, you know. Maybe he's, like, embraced this idea um, of just, like, putting it out there, given that it's, like, a body of work. On the other hand, it's like, oh, maybe he hasn't done anything and, like, this is a way to, like, you know, maintain some relevancy. Um, Obviously, it's not the case if he's released two new singles. Um, but something that people are talking about and, and, you know, there was a great article, um, that, uh, Brenevy, shout out Brenevy shared with me, um, uh, just about how like Jay Paul was like so influential, uh, to like the music that we hear nowadays. If you go listen to this, this album, you know, I'm sure there are tons of people who listened to it in 2013, um, who thought it was amazing. But if you go listen to this project now, it sounds like it was something that, and I know this is a weird thing to say because yes, music can be timeless, but it sounds like something that that is like created in, in 2019. You know, yeah. um, it's like it sounds so fresh, it sounds so new, it still sounds so novel, and it's six years later. Um, and that's like that's a hard thing to do. You know, um, not to say again, not to say that there aren't timeless albums, not to say that there aren't there isn't an album that's like you know 40 years old, 50 years old that you can't listen to and be like, wow, this is still novel, this is still new. Um, but there's something that's like very innovative about the, this like body of work um, that is kind of hard to deny. Um, so in a lot of ways, it's like exciting. It's like, yeah, he's embraced that like this happened, but I'm still going to put it out. People still want to hear it. Um, so I'm, I'm, you know, I think it's a, it's a win for all of us. Mm-hmm. But also just really exciting to think about, you know, what he has planned um, and in what ways, you know, we're, we're maybe going to see him put out more music or maybe do the same just like release two singles and and dip for like another 10 years hard to say but very excited very very excited because the thing is if he dropped 
in well, he dropped those songs in 2007, mm. and the leak came on 2013. What if the leak never happened? Like, what if he just never would never drop anything? He, it's true. Um, but of course, like you know, maybe we waited like an extra year, and then he did like mm. a full rollout for that album, right? Because it was ready. Mm. Um, I guess that's like the the other alternative, or like what he probably planned. Um, so also kind of trippy to think about. Yeah, what music would look like right now if that happened. Wow. Um, yeah. yeah, lots lots to think about, but also very, very neat to kind of think about how, you know, in many ways, like, hi- history kind of took took place, right? Um, again, if you think about all the people making the argument that this guy is so pivotal towards what music sounds like right now, um, it's just like a big statement to make. Um, it's kind of cool, kind of cool and kind of exciting. Um, but yeah, I think we've, we've just about reached the, the end of this episode. Um, thank you again for, for everyone who's listening. It's episode 65. As always, is Chris, a.k.a. Chris, a.k.a. Not Chris, a.k.a. Bashman. It's like on fight. I just get beat up. A.k.a. Mr. Date, you're with you. A.k.a. Dr. Do Too Little. A.k.a. Little Poopy Dirt. A.k.a. It's not me. It's not you. We're just going through a tough time right now. As always, I'm here with Navek. It's Navek, a.k.a. Navek, a.k.a. Mr. Rapa, and girls say hello when away. A.k.a. The Tamil Tyrese, a.k.a. Low Couch, a.k.a. Two Cock Shipper. Thank you. Um, as always, you know, give us a, give us a rating on the Apple iTunes podcast. Um, you know, if you use Google play, do it on there too. I don't really know how that works. You know, it's foreign territory. Um, you know, subscribe on YouTube and, uh, and, and and comment. Like we said, how are you feel about these playlists? Do you want to hear them? Do you not want to hear them? We're happy to, you know, appease you as best we can. Uh, this episode 65. Thank you again for listening. See you soon. Where you at? Where you at? Where you at? Miami? Damn. You go to Miami too much. Yeah. You go to Miami too much. Yeah. You go to Miami too much. Yeah. You go to Miami too much. I tried to love, but I lose. Why you always by the pool? Tricking off on you. I never bought you, no Valencia. Who you sent tonight?